Good evening, everyone. Edwin Lee Raymer with my great co-host, Mr. Bill Wilson, here with you tonight for another edition of our little Sunday night broadcast here at the Edwin Lee Raymer Show here at WGNS in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And you know, it's the political season, and our first guest for the first 10 or 12 minutes is going to be with us, running for county, our city, um, city council. He's already on city council, and... Uh, he just loved it so much he can't get enough of it. Kurt Wade is here, and he's gonna he's gonna try he's gonna step back up to the plate and swing a few more times. But he's done a good job, and we're gonna talk about what's happened, what hasn't, and all that good stuff. Dalton, I want to make maximum use for these folks. Let's go ahead and get started with a kickoff. Thank you for joining us, Matt. For right now, my name is Evan Lee Raymer, and yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. You're tuned into the Edmund Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer. Taking your phone calls and text messages at 615-893-1450 on the Edmund Lee Raymer Show. And that's a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. And this is the Edmund Lee Raymer Show, and I am your host, Ed Raymer. Good evening. This show is produced at the studios of WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach us tonight and all of our guests with your questions, comments, our ideas, or text at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. Send us a text. Dalton will be glad to read it over the air. My co-host, as you know, is Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson. Good evening, Bill. How are you? Good evening, everybody. Our, our guest for right now is Mr. Kurt Kurt Waite, who is seeking another term as uh, on the Murfreesboro City Council. And you can also listen to us via the Internet at WGNSRadio.com and Facebook at The Evanly Raymer Show on WGNS and, of course, Bill's page where my wife watches all the time. Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson's Mr. Murfreesboro page. Watch us there as well. You can download WGNS app and take WGS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. Kurt, how are you doing? It's been hot out there, but it's the last few days felt pretty good. It's been really nice. I appreciate you having me back on your show again. Glad to do it. Glad to do it. How are things going and how are you looking? Uh, I think everything's going well. We just look right. forward to Thursday and we hope everyone comes out to vote on Thursday as well. Right. The early voting is over. Early was voting ended Friday? Saturday. Do you know how many Saturday? voted by chance? I know as a week ago that they had over 6,000. So uh, I'm, I'm sure it's way I'm over that. Like, yeah. I'd like to have seen more than I'm that. Like, well, now you're talking about for the city. Yes, yes. Okay, now the county, of course, obviously well, will be more than Well, that, they're on the same, the same ballot. You've got but, a, yeah. mm, right, but I couldn't vote for them if I wanted to because I live out, in which I would vote for you, but I, I live out in the county. Right. So, you know. There's, but, uh, yeah, city council, county judge, there's a, a road board, school board, but we're right. going to talk about city council. And you have four of you running, and uh, the top three vote-getters will, will take uh, your seat or keep your seat or whatever, and then uh, fourth man's out, right? There you go. Okay. That's right. All right. What are you? Let me ask you something. What are you most proud of you've done in your time? I know y'all had a rough go, and uh, we've had Ronnie up, Ronnie Martin. Shane's been good enough. Mayor McFarland's been good enough to join us. Uh, you had a huge tax increase. Let's not lie about it. It, it was not popular. Yep. But you had to do it. It was, I mean, you hadn't had a tax increase in 20 years. And you had to do it. And the county had to do the same thing. 
you know, this county's growing at a, at a rapid it, speed. It's just unbelievable. Uh, what do you, what, what have you done? Or maybe you'd like to continue on. I mean, as far as, as, as a project or, or pet project you might have. Well, I think the first thing um, that you mentioned is this council had to make some really hard and tough decisions this past four years, and I'm proud to be a part of that. And just like you said, we didn't want to raise taxes, but sure. we, we had no other choice. No you one wants to. You can't go 20 years without touching uh, raising property taxes, and that's what we did. And we right. were also settling land to balance our budget. Out of the gateway and, project. And then once you run out of land, you have no money to, to balance the budget. Well, that's what Ronnie had told us when he was he was good enough to go over with us, and I'd never thought about it. Yes. And he said, we were oh, well, we were rolling in the dough as long as, as long as those projects were in. So finally you started running out of land. Exactly. And I had never, you know, you just don't correlate that. Yeah. And uh, the city is not in the real estate business per se. It's called growth. It's called growth. Exactly. That's what it's called. And it's going to continue to grow. And there will be, y'all are going to have to acquire, acquire more land. But now, don't you have, do you have any city schools that will be built right now? We, do you see that happening? We're, I think we just built our last school. We, we're okay. not, we don't have anything on the schedule right okay. now to build. Right. Uh, I think that's going to be further discussion on down the road. Uh, how we're going to handle building city schools or if right. we're going to build city schools, okay. continue to build city schools. Now, your children attend public school? Yes. Okay. Blackman. Blackman? Yes. And uh, that's where uh, one of my nephews went. He graduated there. And uh, fine school, fine uh, fine bunch of people, good teachers. And we've got fine teachers all over Rutherford County and, and in Murfreesboro City as well. Um, do you ever see, and we, I know you underwent a great thing, a big deal with, I say a great thing, but this was a big deal with the selling of Murfreesboro Electric, and that has not been finalized yet, I don't believe, has it? It's, 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 it's finalized. It is finalized. It yes. will, it, that, that, that's pretty yes. well at. Yeah. My mother got her member package in the in the mail. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come a I member. Heard it right here <laughs> on the stage. Somebody was talking about yeah, it, yeah. right? It's, okay. yeah. it's finalized. Okay, and... Uh, that was uh, somewhat of a, a tense. I mean, you've been wrapped up in some pretty good stuff here, but I have a feeling, especially with the the people coming to town, the marches, and all this. Now we've had COVID, all of us wearing masks, and uh, you know where you have to, and you, and you have to do it. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but uh, uh, any decisions you made, you wish you hadn't had to make. I don't think I don't I don't think we've I've made any decisions I didn't want to make or didn't have to make. I think we made decisions what was best for Murfreesboro, and I think that's sure. that's been my key all along for the last four years on the council. And as I continue, if I get reelected, that will be continue to be my motto: is whatever vote and whatever decision I make, it's going to be what's best for Murfreesboro. And we did those. We made quality decisions what we thought at the time was best for Murfreesboro. Sure. And I think as we move forward as a council and as a mayor, I think we're always looking at great opportunities to put Murfreesboro and our city in a better position. You know, if you look at, you look at Old Fort, one time Old Fort was just slam-packed all the time. Right. Just because we didn't have Joby Jackson or yeah. we didn't have Medical Center Parkway. Sure. Now we're talking about looking at Cherry Lane just to leave right. some of this traffic from Medical Center Parkway right. and Old Fort. So we're always looking at opportunities 
to per, what presents itself to make sure that we we're bettering our city as we move along. We're, we're always looking at looking at getting more white collar jobs coming to our city. Right. So we're always looking out for what's best for our citizen Murphy's Pro. And I think that's one thing you know that I pride myself on is we're looking for what's best for Murphy's Pro. Sure. And hey, what can we get? Kurt, do, yes. do you see the Rudd? I've heard speculations that Rutherford County and the city of Murfreesboro school systems merge. What's your, yeah, I, what's your thoughts on that? You know, and I, my personal opinion right now, I, I wasn't, I, I thought about asking that bill, but I thought, you know, with this COVID thing, I think everything kind of like that has been sort of well, I think, wait and I see think right COVID, now. But COVID has wait. put everything on the back burner. And, sure we, and, and let me yeah. say this. Saving we, money? We, we, but we have we have not had that discussion. Oh, okay. And I know a lot I of people. I hear people out. They're like, hey, we need to. You know, yeah. everybody's an armchair quarterback. Yeah. Sure. Everybody's me. talked about it. But I've done it before, We too. physically yeah. have not had that discussion. Do I think that will be discussion on down the road? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah and I think know. when you look at it, you got to look at what what what's best for not only Murfreesboro, what's best for Rutherford County right. when you start talking about doing something on that yeah, multitude. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. Dalton? I got a question text in uh, anonymously uh, just asking, uh, I guess simply, is reopening schools the best thing for Murfreesboro? Good question. I can give you my opinion. My opinion is this. As our numbers keep going up, I don't think it's the best thing. You know, could we not uh, start in another two weeks instead of starting next week? Right. Um, I, I feel that anytime you see numbers going up, and I'm always worried about are we putting our kids in the best in best environment and are we putting our teachers in the best situation possible? Because I, sure. my, my thought is this. I would hate for one kid to catch it, and then all of a sudden you got 15 other kids they're taking out of school. Yeah. They're taking it home too. And right. It's 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 yeah. going to multiply, and it's that it's that effect that one person could have over a whole entire class. Uh, so yeah. right. we all have yeah. to be very cognizant about that. Amen. You know, even riding the school bus. Okay, how, how, do you, how, how are they going to do that? Yeah, I didn't know how they were going to. Seems like you could that. you could look at know. Major League yeah. Baseball right now, yeah. like the the Marlins. Yeah. And I hey yeah what did they how much money is fifteen cases oh, just they had on one team. nine or ten cases just went, ten cases they had to cancel start canceling games yeah. so that may be a it's the domino effect it's that hey if they're not going to do it there uh, school yeah I mean it's 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 not a it's not a win win either right, way right. because if you look at virtual learning you can't every kid can't learn from home parents are not going to be home to make sure their kids do homework right so we it's 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 not a good thing right now for what predicament we got our kids in right now and parents are wanting to get back to work i don't mean to exactly. interrupt and they're about to go nuts with their kids at home like please 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 yeah. lord i know with my mom that's how she would well be. And my yeah. wife is notified by her company that she will be working from home again until the end of august yeah so some of these companies are really taken aback you know they've take they've taken a step back and say hey wait a minute you know and I was you know Bill as you and I had talked and Kurt I hadn't talked to you or Caroline I don't think Caroline Cox is here by the way the NAACP uh, she's not on the air tonight but she's here with us and I was feeling hopefully optimistic about a month ago and then here come the numbers again I said wait a minute now Arkansas is having trouble and then I noticed the other day uh, Texas Florida and California Rutherford County is a hot this and county Rutherford is County's yeah. hot yeah. you know yeah. so and I Kurt I gotta agree with you and, I think and that's why and, and yeah, that's really why you know I think we gotta 
I think people are trying to make the best decision that are possible for our sure. kids and our for our teachers. Okay. But like I said, it's it's gonna it's gonna take all of us working together to make sure that we do the right thing. You're exactly right. And put our kids in the best possible position to to learn. Right. We got about a minute left. We're glad to have you here. We hope everything goes out and turns out well for you uh, Thursday night. Bill and I will be watching. Uh, Make your final pitch, my friend. Hey, first of all, let me say I appreciate you guys having me tonight. Glad to have you. And, Thanks, buddy. And to all, everyone out there, hey, please go out and vote. This is a very important election, not not just about me, but it's important for our city of Murfreesboro. And we want what's best for Murfreesboro, so please get out and vote. Thanks. Kurt Wade. Thanks, Kurt. Running for Murfreesboro City Council. And uh, remember, uh, early voting is over. Thursday is the day. Dalton's going to take us to our first series of breaks. We're going to get our next guest in here in just a moment. Stay with us. You know, I wanted to take just a minute and tell you about one of our finer restaurants here in town. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill. Now, they are located out of Highway 231. That's Memorial Boulevard. Go out on past Adams Place. Go right up past Walmart and to the left, take your next stoplight. That's Wendellwood Drive. 149 Wendellwood Drive, Suite B5. They're in the Sprout Shopping Center. This is one of the most unique restaurants you will ever eat at. Appetizers, extensive menus, soups, salad sushi starters but the biggest thing that you'll enjoy is the show on the hibachi grills now mark has set up four of these grills and these chefs are second to none uh, the food very reasonably priced and if you got the kids with you a date with you they will show you a good time that's zao's hibachi and sushi grill 145 Wendellwood drive here in murfreesboro Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. know somebody or do you yourself have storm damage on your house? Well, let me tell you about a locally owned business who you can call, Oakstone Builders LLC. They specialize in commercial and residential construction, remodel, and insurance work such as storms, floods, and fire. You can reach them at 931-488-5967. That's 931-488-5967. Or you can walk on in at 3173 South Church Street here in Murfreesboro. Once again, that's 931-488-5967. 5967. Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyronda.com. 
Thanks for tuning in. And when you get ready to buy or sell real estate, give the Thomas Wilson team with parts a call at 615-406-5872. We've been in the real estate business for over 25 years and have helped over a thousand families with their real estate needs. And we'd love the opportunity to serve you and your families. This is Bill Wilson with the Thomas Wilson team at Parks here in Murfreesboro. Give us a call. We will not disappoint. Curb them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Willworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Willworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I'm Leah, the Bond Girl and owner of Grumpy's Bail Bonds. Now serving 24 Middle Tennessee counties, sometimes bad things really do happen to good people. And if you find yourself in jail needing bail, Grumpy's Bail Bonds is here for you. We'll get you out of jail with the fastest, friendliest, most affordable service. I guarantee you'll be happy when you call Grumpy's, 877-GRUMPY'S, or go to my website at grumpysbailbonds.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer. Let's get back to the program. All right, and we are back. I want to thank Kurt Waite for stopping by. And uh, Bill, you had something to say before we, well, before want, we move on. Yeah. Miss Amy is here. Yeah, I, I wanted to give a well, I don't give a shout. I want us to pray for Mark Snyder, somebody who I grew up with. His son, Evan, was in a terrible vehicle accident last Wednesday before last right. and he's at Vanderbilt with a brain injury so we're praying for a miracle I that know you he, told he me about heals yeah, Evan right. Snyder's his names and pray for the Snyder family but also I've been asked to help out with the Riverdale High School quarterback club we're trying to uh, raise money to finish the the field house out there so right. it, all my okay. alumni all my friends and you don't have to be an alumni but you know we want to help out with all the the athletes as far as the football team. You know, Riverdale, at one time, we uh, won four state championships, and I was an actual football manager slash trainer when Coach Phil Watts was there. And I got to see Coach Watts the other, other day along with some other folks. And uh, so if you want to give, go to the Murphys, go to Facebook, 
to the Riverdale Quarterback Club, and there's a link on there. Uh, I'll be posting on Mr. Murfreesboro soon. So we're we're trying to raise money for the field house for the football team at Riverdale High School. All right, Bill, we will do, and I know that's going to be a challenge itself. Now, we have a very special guest here this evening, a young lady that I've come to know over the last several months. Um, her name is Amy. Amy is a recovering heroin addict, and <laughs> I didn't—I didn't, I didn't say that for a joke, Amy. I mean, <laughs> It's just funny the way you said it. I don't know. Well, okay, I'm going to let you take it then. Uh, no, you have been in. You've been in recovery and, and what have you. Let me ask you: um, How did this journey start for you? How old were you when this started? What led to it, and what have you? Take over. Um. Well, I think that you know a lot of people say that. Um, addiction starts with gateway drugs and things like that but I don't think that that's true for me I think that I became addicted through trauma and traumatic experiences I think that trauma was really the gateway into my addiction Um, so I partied kind of like a normal I would say normal I mean a young adult Um, I could take it or leave it with drinking and stuff like that. Um, How old were you, if you mind me asking? When did you start? 15, 16, 17? I think the first time I ever got drunk, I was probably like 17. 17? Okay. Which is a lot of us. Yeah. And I drank too much at a party because I was trying to show off that I could drink more than the boys, right? So I had to out-drink everybody. Um, I blacked out, of course, and then I got dropped off at my mother's house, and she made me go to church the next day, hungover. Well, I bet that was fun. Smelling <laughs> of tequila. Yeah, that was yeah. horrible. <laughs> um, right. But I could take it or leave it at that point. Um, I got pregnant in high school, and at that time, that was like the worst thing I could have imagined. So I ran away and got married to my high school sweetheart. Okay. Um, And we had some semblance of a life. My oldest daughter was born. We took care of her. And then um, when I was 18, he was 20, and he was hit by an 18-wheeler on I-24 in the middle of us having an argument, actually. So I was there. Um, And I think that was the beginning, but I, I still didn't really pick up speed until a little bit later. Um, is that what you call heroin speed? Is that the no? Or? I didn't pick up speed with my addiction. Okay. Like I didn't like really gain traction until a little bit later. But I okay. believe that that was the starting point of like a downward spiral. So right. Okay. I had very good excuses, and I started off with drinking. Right. Um, I had really good excuses to be drunk all the time um, because I was sad. Sure. Um, and and understandably yeah. so. You're yeah, to fill and I was void. traumatized. I yeah. mean, I really was. Yeah, I mean, was. you're trying to start a life. You sound mm-hmm. like you had a pretty good, well, had a pretty good. St- everybody has um, ups right. and downs, you know. Yeah, so it I'm started sorry. off Go weird ahead. like that, and um, it was a few years later. It was maybe like two years later that my parents got a divorce, a really nasty divorce over something that my father did that put him in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And it was a really nasty divorce. My brother and I got involved with it. Like, we didn't want to be, but we were subpoenaed 
and our parents were really like pitting Just us ugly. against each other and them and so yeah. you're around 20 at this time yeah, I was twenty or twenty-one. Now you have just the one brother, or you have other sister, other. Siblings? I have an older brother, but we don't speak. Okay. So this is my younger brother. He's two years younger than me. So okay. That nasty divorce. My father going to prison. Um, when I grew up in like a pretty normal household, I thought, like, sure. I mean, my parents were married our whole lives, and sure. you know we right. had a house. Stability. And you had stability. And, you know, yeah. So it was really bizarre to like see this different dynamic of my parents and like they hated each other and my dad went to prison which was like unheard of in our family right yeah um and for something really shameful that i mean like it destroyed our family so so this is not helping the situation that you're in anyway right and now i'm raising a baby and i'm widowed and i'm 21 years old well so it was just compounding on there um and then my father died maybe a year and a half later so at were y'all still were y'all close or did yeah okay. i was still i still wrote my dad letters and he got out of prison and i mean at the end of the day he was still my dad and sure. we had to do a lot of work just to i had to do a lot to forgive him but right was he gone for how many years was he it? was gone about a year a year that was about okay. it but it was okay. still like crazy that mm-hmm. you know well, it is, Amy, if your family's never been through anything like that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, you're... So, he got out, and and then he died a couple... Like, maybe a year later. So, at this point, I'm 23, and that's when I just started using, like, hardcore. Because I'd been drinking, you know, here and there, on and off. Um, my mother, during their divorce, decided to take my daughter to Atlanta Uh, where my aunt and uncle live and just drop her off um, and not let her come back Um, because since I was underage when I had her my mom had um, parental rights yeah so that she was covered on insurance and then her father passed away so it was like right it just that started a nasty court thing between me and my mother for years right Um, so I didn't have my daughter my husband was dead my father was dead and I just like I lost it sure and I I also am grateful in a way that like drugs and alcohol saved my life at that point. Like they killed me slowly, but at that point it was like put a bullet in my head or get blackout drunk. I've heard many people say that. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, I had to go down this road to get to where I'm at It was giving you relief. It was. It was the only way I knew how to relieve that pain. Right. And I mean, I'm still a kid myself. Did you go straight to heroin? No, I drank for a long time. Then I started taking pills um, because they were easier to hide. I wasn't hungover. Um, jobs didn't notice. Would um, you doctor shop? No, I just no. bought them off the no, street. No, this is back. Yeah, this is back before the day. I mean, yeah. we didn't like we have an opioid crisis. Oh now yeah, that now is not yeah. To be believed. Well, I mean, I was on opiates for about ten years. So Lord. Um. It started with pills. I was on pills for years. And then about 2012, the pills started getting more expensive, Yeah, harder to find. Um, people were just switching to heroin. And it's, in my mind at that time, it was something that I had like romanticized and figured, for lack of a better word, like I had figured that I would never have this chance again. Right. That heroin right. was such a novelty thing that it would right. just never be around not knowing that it would be the like epidemic it is now but um how did you buy it 
How did you set this up to buy? I'm, apparently, you get to know people that are in that business, undoubtedly. I think the first time I bought it, I was in treatment for pills, and I didn't you got really, it in the treatment center. I met people, and oh, you know, yeah. like I wasn't serious about getting clean at that point. I didn't think I really had a problem. It was right. just kind of like to shut people up because I'd lost too much weight, and you know, they noticed that I was taking a couple too many. Was right. kind of how it was. And my mom was just like, you know, it wouldn't hurt you to go to rehab. And at that point in time, too, I thought rehab cured you. I didn't know that there was work to do after. Right. So I went in there, you know, and a lot of treatment facilities. If you're not there for the right reasons, and even if you are, it's really easy to get caught up in war stories and, like, meeting the wrong people. Right. Um, that aren't serious either. Right. So I just met a girl in there, and she was from Nashville, and... When we got out, we went and got high together. Right. So she was like the first person I met. So you were living here in Murfreesboro at the time? Or I was in Nashville, You were yeah. in Nashville at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now your daughter at this time is still in Atlanta with yes. your aunt and uncle? Yes. And you're just, uh, are you working at this time? or? I was waiting tables. I think I was right. bartending. Right. And that job also fueled that lifestyle because... Sure. I could go into work broke and have cash. Sure. So I had drug yeah. dealers stopping by work. Sure. I mean, my story is not that unique. Right. Um, it's pretty much the standard for anyone who gets addicted to drugs. And if I might say, and I don't mean this in a bad way, I know your boyfriend's out here. I don't want him coming in here with a <laughs> shotgun, but you're an attractive lady too. And <laughs> that doesn't, I mean, a lot of guys, hey, yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, the pretty, you know the pretty bartender, you know. Yeah. Bill, you probably wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> well, I did. I'm afraid you both might know it, a little something about that. Yeah, okay, it's yeah. unique the fact I, you know, I just, I know today we were talking earlier about the, the pills. It's a, you know, we have a pandemic of the COVID, but you don't hear a lot about the opioid stuff now because of COVID. You don't hear about anything. Right. Yep. But it's still out there. And, you know, mm-hmm. for you to come up here, I'd, I'd admire you for, for doing that. It's, a, it's not like something. a disease yeah. if you have cancer where there's a lot of compassion towards that person. Right. Right. When you are in addiction or alcoholism or whatever, yeah. It's completely well, like chose that lifestyle, you know, what heck with them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And yes. we, we've all heard that. I can share some of my I'm not here to take thunder from from your story. Uh yeah. it's a very ugly disease. Yeah. It's like a Jekyll Hyde and you know, I've September twenty first of ninety one was my last drink of alcohol. Yeah. But wow. it was um, you know, I was not the, the person. I was a Jekyll Hyde, the nicest guy. I mean, I don't look like a drunk, but when I started drinking, I would end up in different states. Yeah. Not knowing, where's yeah. Bill? Oh, he just went down to get a loaf of bread, but he's in Florida. Yeah. But yeah. thank God for grace and mercy mm-hmm. and for for other people who've been through it that survived because it's... It's happening right now, and I don't think it matters if you have money, if you're educated, no. if Makes you're no if you're no. black or white, no you're gay or straight, or if you're a Republican or a Democrat. The disease, the disease of addiction, doesn't care. It doesn't and like, care I think at all. With the opioid crisis that's been happening, is still happening, even though it's not getting news coverage. Because let's face it, people don't care about addicts the way they do. Like exactly, right. if you have cancer, it's right. compassion. And, and my father, he passed with you know with a 
prostate cancer he had for 15 years. Yeah. But he, he wasn't popping pills. I mean, he, God rest his soul. <laughs> I love my dad, but uh, I had, I'm 54. Yeah. So I'm going to a physical, I'm getting a physical. I had a physical last week. I'm probably right. shouldn't be talking about this, but I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to get things done that men are supposed to because my father right. had yeah. heart disease. His father had heart disease. Just like I think addiction Right, alcoholism, addiction is like a gene. There are people who have trauma mm-hmm. that go through, and then there's people who have no, no trauma, and they're addicts. They're just genetically Genetic. predisposed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dalton, if you're around here, we're going to go to a break real quick for a couple minutes. Give Amy a chance to catch her breath and get something <laughs> to drink. Um, but uh, how long did this go on? Um, my addiction to opioids specifically went on for eight years. Did you quit many times? Or did no. you swear off? Did, I you only got I got two years of actual recovery, and wow. um, the rest of it was just in and out of rehabs. No, no work did involved. You sh- were you shooting? Yes. Right. Yeah. Our guest tonight is Amy. She is a recovering heroin addict, and she's been through uh, recovery. And we're she's been good enough to come up and share her story with us. And we're going to finish with her. Uh, we're going to have her back. When we come back after a couple minutes of break, Dalton takes to a couple minutes. Edwin Lee Raymer, Bill Wilson, Mr. Murfreesboro, and Amy is with us. We'll be right back. Stay with us. You know, I wanted to take just a minute and tell you about one of our finer restaurants here in town. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill. Now, they are located out of Highway 231. That's Memorial Boulevard. Go out on past Adams Place. Go right up past Walmart and to the left, take your next stoplight. That's Wendellwood Drive. 149 Wendellwood Drive, Suite B5. They're in the Sprout Shopping Center. This is one of the most unique restaurants you will ever eat at. Appetizers, extensive menus, soups, salad, sushi starters, but the biggest thing that you'll enjoy is the show on the hibachi grills. Now, Mark has set up four of these grills, and these chefs are second to none. Uh, the food, very reasonably priced, and if you got the kids with you, a date with you, they will show you a good time. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill, 145 Wendellwood Drive here in Murfreesboro. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Ronna McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyronda.com. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer. Let's get back to the program. 
Oh, I think that's a little cheeseburger in paradise, isn't it? From Mr. Jimmy Buffett. And what do they call them? The Parrot Heads? Parrot Heads. I always liked his music, but I never got the Parrot Heads. They are a different group. Okay. They're good good people. They like to party now. A lot of people my age. (laughs) Yeah, you know. Anyway. In their 70s. All right. Mr. (laughs) Murphy's Bill Wilson's here. I'm not in my 70s. Not yet. Thank good Lord. Uh, uh, Amy is with us. Amy had a heroin problem and an alcohol problem. Uh, alcohol and heroin. Once you got on heroin, did you have a problem with the alcohol? Did you keep going, or how, where, where, where did you wind up, Amy? How did you do this? No, once I got on heroin, I didn't really, uh, I didn't really want anything else but right. heroin. I would, I would occasionally dabble with other drugs just to supplement the heroin, but I right. never wanted anything else. How often would you take it? I don't know anything about oh, heroin. Oh man! I mean, how many times a day? Did you shoot up? You yes, shot? Okay. I did. Um, I used intravenously, man, from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to sleep, if I had it. Really? I mean, yeah, and every day was just an uphill, like, okay, you wake up and you're sick, and you're literally, like, the sickest. You're dope sick, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, and so that was enough drive to just get up, not really put on any clothes or take a shower, but just get out there, get that money so that you can get more. I mean, it's just the same old story with all of us. It's just... The ways and means to get more. It had no limit. Get there the, was no get, limit. Get, get the money, get the drug, get the yeah. fix. Just whatever it took. And you're yeah. good to go. Yeah. yeah. Good to go for a few hours. And yeah. after that, okay. Yeah. Now, um, how did you finally, when did, did, when you got off it, did you, have you been off it since? I mean, did you stay off? You said it once you were off for, you had clean, you had some yeah. sober time for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Then what, how did, how did, how did your journey go? Okay. Us. So that time I went to treatment, I think for the fourth time. Okay. Um, so this wasn't just a one and done thing. Okay. No All way. Right. No. Relapse. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't consider it relapse if you've only gone to rehab and you just get out, you're, you're an addict. So, right. of course, if you have no tools and you're not going to do any work and you're not meeting with people and you're not doing any of that stuff, then, of course, you're yeah, going to use it Tell people again. about the work that you're talking about because um, a lot of people don't understand this. Well, getting involved in a community or a fellowship of like-minded people um, it takes a lot of inside work and maybe even talking to like therapists and psychiatrists, but also like it's more than that. There are 12 step groups. Um, talking to people like yourself. Yeah. That are trying to get better. Yeah. And like there is footwork to do. So I think that you're not losing any recovery because you didn't have any. If you just went to rehab and you got out. and You, you were thought, just waiting to get out to go shoot up again. Right, most right. of the time. Or okay. I'd get out and I could maybe white-knuckle it or something for a week or two. But I had no solution in my life. To so, get off the drug, um, and I, 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 I said this to you a while back, I believe. Keith Richards was Stones back mm-hmm. in the 70s and 80s was notorious. For, mm-hmm. And the Stones were notorious for this. And back yeah. then... You don't remember that. You probably weren't here then. But uh, <laughs> I, I mean, know who they are. <laughs> do one. I know who he is. You know who he is. He had a lot of blood transfusions. Yeah, that's, and, that's what I said. I thought. But that. he said, um, uh, he said it. Uh, they locked me in a room for three days. Mm. And of course, I'm sure when you're in that position, unfortunately, you can get anything you want. Yeah. Those guys were rich enough. They had enough money. Their homes. Well, they're they rich enough to get blood transfusions. Whatever they yeah. want. Yeah. <laughs> which is got, insane in itself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but 
uh, he said it was the most, he said they finally, the band had been with him, even the band that mm-hmm. had, with, had cocaine problems and things like that, they said, look, you've you got to get some help. Yeah. And they knew it, and, and, and Keith knew it, apparently. And he said it was three days of pure, just pure hell for three days. And he said at the end of three days, though, he said, I started to get better and better and better and better and better. And he says he's been on that track ever since. Now, I know he still smokes because I never saw a picture of Keith Richards without a cigarette in his hand. I don't yep. think you do today. And I think he still drank. But he did not touch heroin. Now, I don't know how that works, and I won't get into that. I don't know. I'm certainly not a, 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 a drug specialist or anything like that. But did you undergo that, that pain, or is the pain just really wanting that? Because I know with heroin, we've all heard that your body cries out for it. Yeah. Well, being locked in a room for three days and then be, never looking back is not my experience. Um, right. Okay. I usually have to be removed for at least 30 days. Um, And then, like I said, do way more after. Right. That's always been my experience. I don't, I mean, I've heard that it could happen, but yeah, it's, it's like waking up with a really bad flu every single day. Really? Yes. So it didn't matter how high I was when I went to sleep. I woke up the next day, I would be pouring sweat. My legs would be twitching with restless leg. You could not sleep. Um... You let it go on long enough, then you have dry heaves and all that stuff. Like, I mean, it was just, just cold sick, chills. Sick, sick. You're just sick. Right. Until you get your fix. Uh, yeah. And then you're right. better. And then you suddenly, like, it so, got to the point where you had to use in order to just, I mean, function at all. Like, I couldn't cook yeah, dinner. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't do anything right. without it. So, so um, you know, uh, one of these days we are going to have you back. Yeah. Um, because... Um, Frankly, Bill and I are going to keep an eye on you, young lady. Um. <laughs> well, there's three things that can happen. What? Go ahead. Bill. You get you uh, sober up, locked up, or covered up. You die. Yeah. 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 That's the the, the three. I mean, it's yeah. It's serious. That's true. And that yeah. well, it is the truth. Uh, over my so many years of being involved. I bet you I know personally maybe 50 to 100 people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In yeah. that time that have gone, you know, gone on to the bitter end. And then Isn't some of the addicts, and I call it stay out there. Right. And just yeah. wither away. Yeah. Um, boy, so I'll that's where the, um, the grace. Now, uh, you have your daughter back today. I do. Okay. Yes. Uh, a note for you folks, this lady teaches classic violin, okay? <laughs> yeah. How did you get started uh, doing that? I just started taking lessons when I was like a little kid. Really? Yeah. Did you continue to. to practice that as you were through this addiction occasionally, or did you put it down for a while? Uh, I would put it down for a while, but, you know, if I was feeling really good, I would pick it up and, right. you know, try to play something, go through like, you know, a couple pieces. Um you do a lot of um, a lot of uh, pieces of uh, classical. Yeah. Who's yeah. your favorite artist? My favorite classical yeah. music. Uh, I Prince. Like, no I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I like um, I like Chopin. Chopin. Like Chopin. Yeah, I like Nocturne okay. a lot. Okay. Yeah. Um, that is something I need to be well versed on because I I got to tell you I'm not. 
uh, my skills there. Minor in uh, yours is in hay hall. <laughs> no, no, I, I play both types. Of, I play country and western, and uh, <laughs> and rock, of course. You know. Uh, do you have? A, do you, Do you listen to rock? I mean, undoubtedly, um, I guess yeah. you do. You have. No, to. I sit but, around listening to Beethoven all day. And well, that wouldn't surprise <laughs> Speaking of rock, me. don't I got, don't suck. I, you get sarcasm with me. Speaking of this rock, this is thanks. I got. I got to give a shout out to uh, Tommy Cribs who. He was at Center Hill Lake last night uh, or yesterday, and he got to hang out and party with Kid Rock. Oh, boy. That's at Center Hill. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. Um, yeah. <laughs> and Joey Bard. I'm kidding. Sorry to hear that. Uh. <laughs> he, you know what he does? I and this, uh, this is about somebody who parties all the time. He buys a trailer. No, it's Hank Williams <laughs> Jr. that buys it. No, it's Kid Rock who buys a trailer. He trashes it, and then he'll get another, they bring in another trailer. He's a he's got a place class in act. Yeah. I'll tell you yeah. what. Oh yeah, sure he is. Um, and if I told you Wolverines made good house pets, would you buy into that theory? Uh, <laughs> but now, okay, uh, in the limited time we have, and I'm sorry, we will have Amy back, folks, because this is very interesting to me, and uh, and not to be nosy about your personal life, but I mean we don't we don't mean that, but. Uh, how did you get to where you are today? I mean, you, you've got your daughter now, and if I may add, your daughter's how old? She's fifteen. She's fifteen, mm-hmm. and uh, fifteen, and you're twenty-seven. So <laughs> I mean, twenty-five. <laughs> uh, twenty-five. I'm sorry, and uh, but you know, I mean, it sounds like things are. I don't know. I I, I don't get any personal. So the manageability. Life, it's yeah. yeah you, is you're much better. better since I've known yeah. you. I mean. I, yeah. I cannot believe the things I hear this lady say. say God, she actually lived like that? You know, I yeah. just can't. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like from, I mean, my story is like so many others. Like from the right. pit of hell and despair, homelessness. Yeah. I mean, it really, what got me to get clean this time, sober this time, was the drugs weren't going to kill me, but the lifestyle was. Right. Yeah. Like, I wanted the drugs to kill me, of course, but my luck was I kept waking up. You really were ready to, to yes, cash it out. I was you were ready to hoping, do it. you know? Really? Yeah, but I was just, I don't know. I well, just I'm glad never the good did. Lord didn't give you that wish. I was given that, grace. Grace yeah. and mercy. I want to give yeah. you, I want to ask you something. Are you a praying person? Yes. Okay, I thought you were. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how I would have known that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, <laughs> you pray every day? Yes. Yeah. You Every do. Day. Uh, I think I heard you say well, your your daughter had asked you one day, "Mom, have you prayed today?" And I think you said you hadn't. Yeah, well, she can spot it. She can. She can spot it. <laughs> um, so can my boyfriend. Like, if I wake yeah. up and kick the covers off, and I'm already like screaming and cussing, they're like, "Go, go talk to God for a minute, because whatever you're doing." <laughs> Please it's not working. been working, but right now it's not. So and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I haven't. That's where that term, let right. go and let God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of those same prayers, I say I'm still like, God help me. You know? You still seek help for this every day. I mean, yes. I mean, you're not shy about it. No, you know. not at all. Yeah. I've always been that way, too. When my wife got deathly ill uh, uh, over a, a decade ago, and people would stop me on the street and say, "Listen, you care if we put you on a prayer list?" I said, "Listen, friend, I, I'm, you know, we're in, we're in a predicament." She was in. She yeah, was prayer in works. I said, "I'll take it." Yeah, I'm not shy. I'll take uh, Catholic people. We had a good friend of our wonderful family of ours. 
uh, bless his heart, he was running down to uh, uh, Father Ryan. Uh, he was running down there and writing a candle every day. My dad had been sick. My wife had been sick. My mom had been sick. So, you know, I'm sure the members were, who's this Raymer family? Because you're about to burn a church down. <laughs> you're letting so many candles. You know, but you appreciate it. You really do. And it's nothing you know, better. Yeah. So, where do you go from here? Are you going to play with one of the, like the Boston Philharmonic or? Oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just going to teach private lessons. Um, focus on my recovery. Right. Um, I'm having a baby in December, so my family's getting bigger. Okay. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. That's great. Thanks. Um, and just, you know, I just kind of keep trying to do what's right in front of me that I can handle today and right. leave the results you know like right. it's taken a lot it's a lot of practice it's a lot of practice to let go of things that i want to go my way but well you know. don't we all in our yeah. own way you know and uh 24 hours yeah hey, i'm telling you i'm telling yeah. you amy has been our guest and uh, we are going to have you back thank you so much Thanks. for agreeing to do this i Thanks, appreciate guys. it thank you dalton take us to our last three or four breaks folks we'll be back with you right after this amy thank you once again I really appreciate it. We'll be right back with you for our closing words right after this, folks. Stay with us. Thanks for tuning in. And when you get ready to buy or sell real estate, give the Thomas Wilson team with parts a call at 615-406-5872. We've been in the real estate business for over 25 years and have helped over a thousand families with their real estate needs. And we'd love the opportunity to serve you and your families. This is Bill Wilson with the Thomas Wilson team at Parks here in Murfreesboro. Give us a call. We will not disappoint. Curve them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I'm Leah, the Bond Girl and owner of Grumpy's Bail Bonds, now serving 24 Middle Tennessee counties. Sometimes bad things really do happen to good people. And if you find yourself in jail needing bail, Grumpy's Bail Bonds is here for you. We'll get you out of jail with the fastest, friendliest, most affordable service. I guarantee you'll be happy when you call Grumpy's, 877-GRUMPY'S, or go to my website at grumpysbailbonds.com. 
You know, I wanted to take just a minute and tell you about one of our finer restaurants here in town. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill. Now, they are located out Highway 231. That's Memorial Boulevard. Go out on past Adams Place. Go right up past Walmart and to the left. Take your next stoplight. That's Wendellwood Drive. 149 Wendellwood Drive, Suite B5. They're in the Sprout Shopping Center. This is one of the most unique restaurants you will ever eat at. Appetizers, extensive menus, soups, salad sushi starters but the biggest thing that you'll enjoy is the show on the hibachi grills now mark has set up four of these grills and these chefs are second to none uh, the food very reasonably priced and if you got the kids with you a date with you they will show you a good time that's zao's hibachi and sushi grill 145 Wendellwood drive here in murfreesboro Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. somebody or do you yourself have storm damage on your house? Well, let me tell you about a locally owned business who you can call. Oakstone Builders, LLC. They specialize in commercial and residential construction, remodel, and insurance work such as storms, floods, and fire. You can reach them at 931-488-5967. That's 931-488-5967. Or you can walk on in at 3173 South Church Street here in Murfreesboro. Once again, that's 931 488 Ronna McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyronda.com. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer. Let's get back to the program. All right. We've got about five minutes left, Bill. I want to thank Amy for doing it. It was nice for her to do it. Gutsy. Gutsy. Yeah. It takes a lot of brass to, to sit down and start talking about your past in a... In a on a radio. <laughs> on, on public radio. Yeah. yeah. Very nice of her. We appreciate it. And uh, with all the crew that came up with her, they were out in our, uh, in our waiting area. Appreciate them. Appreciate Kurt Wade coming up. Carolyn yeah. Cox. Kurt. Um, have you voted yet? I have voted. Yes. Uh, my wife voted. Uh, I think our daughter. I don't know if a daughter and son have yet. I think they have. Probably. You going to let us know who you voted for? No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might want to share. Uh, not, you know, I tell you what. Excuse me. I talked to Alan Farley, and he had told me, I think it was the other day, Somewhere around fourteen or fifteen thousand people voted. They were expecting in the general election, I think, 
the August about fifteen percent. You told me that. I think yeah. You and in November the presidential 15%. election, it, it's going to be more because oh, sure, it always is. because of the social unrest and everything. I know it. But and I don't. It needs to be. Know, it the needs COVID, to be Well, the Republicans don't want. Uh, I don't get talking about politics, but intrigues me. But they don't no, want. Right. They don't want the mail-in ballot. Now they don't want it because, and the Democrats want it because of the COVID. Sure. Right. So who's right? I don't know. I don't know, and I know the state of Tennessee's fighting with it because I just Supreme don't want Court the Russians involved with it. The Supreme Court. Uh, issued an order, and I, and I can't keep up with everything. Okay, I can't, and I know me and you should. This is part of what we do, well, but it's not all of what we do. I mean, you're you've got a job, you make a living. Yeah, got and, auctions coming you up. You know, yeah, you got things coming up, and uh, but uh, you know, it's uh, it's been very challenging. You know, and this COVID thing. Let's face it, this thing has really thrown a, a, a you well, it's know a, it's a, a precedent we haven't had this uh, since the spanish not. flu now who do you know that's alive during the spanish flu there's huh. probably seven people no. in the country might be it's kind of like might all of the world war ii veterans are are dying out there's a the spanish flu uh the 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 the, the golden generation i don't know what they call the world war ii generation but it's those folks have been through a lot it's the millennials and i'm not it's entitlement and stuff like that sure and i'm proud right. of it but the the fact is it, we've never been through this before so well hopefully we're getting there yeah we're we'll all get through it together one way or the other but i have a friend that i was going to invite onto the show who had covid and he was pretty much a naysayer but everything and then he got it and then he and he's been in the hospital like eighteen days, and you know, really, it, it wasn't, it wasn't easy. But he's right. he's fine now. You don't know. I guess your mind's changed, kind of like the Great Britain yeah. guy who was like, ah, oh, he's yeah. over there, ha, and then Boris he gets it. What is you? Know, you don't ever know, know until you walk through somebody else's shoes. You know, I know on both sides, and uh, it's just been. Uh, well, like I said, me and you, we've never been through this before, so uh, you know. We got about two minutes left, Bill. Anything? Well, I've got an week? auction coming up. Uh, okay, Mary and I have an auction coming up in uh, August fifteenth at ten, and you can see about it. It's, it's a house with two acres. It's got two separate living quarters. It's got a house and it's got a living quarters behind for your mother-in-law or your whoever. Right. It's got a separate meter, uh, one car garage, three bedroom, two bath, and that's going to be August fifteenth at ten, and uh, it's. 5578 Greenwood uh, Drive here in Murfreesboro. And uh, you can find In the Murfreesboro that. city yeah. limits? Yeah. Actually, it's in the county. It is in the county. Yeah. Really? Okay. But come check it out. All right. We will do it. Uh, folks, I want to thank our guest again. I want to thank Kurt Wade, Carolyn Cox for stopping by. Don't forget to vote Thursday. Okay. Thursday is voting day. That's it. And uh, that'll be your last chance. Early voting, of course, is over. It was over, what, Bill, Saturday? Saturday. Kurt Kurt said it was over. I want to thank Amy for coming in. Took a lot of guts to do what she's doing. And I'll tell you, we are going to have her back. And uh, uh, Dalton, if we could, we're going to replay last week's show. It's 9 o'clock hour. And Bill and I are going to get out of here once again. Thank you all 
for listening. We appreciate it so much. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Kurt. Bill Wilson, Mr. Murfreesboro. Thank you. Thank you, as always. Always a pleasure to be with you. Dalton Barrett on the board. Another great job. For the Heavenly Raymer Show and all of us, I'm Ed Raymer. Thanks for listening. Stick around for a 9 o'clock hour.